Hello, and welcome back to the Swing By Podcast. I am Coral, and with me as always is my husband, Nate. Say what's up. Hey. How's it going? Good. <laughs> yeah, we're back for another episode. Um, consistently in the studio, not banking anymore, because we're here. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we have another full pack show for you guys today um once again i'll say thank you to everybody that's reached out and has told us that we've helped them and all that stuff uh we do this for you (laughs) and 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 yeah we love it we love sharing our lives and um sharing our experiences and just helping you guys out so Yeah. yeah and thanks for people that are following us on twitter and reddit and shouting us out and making us feel special yeah and maybe do for for another uh body picture maybe yeah maybe like maybe a bathing suit picture maybe when we hit like 600 followers what are we at i think like 450 oh yeah yeah so 600 followers and maybe (laughs) we'll put a bathing suit photo up yep oh yeah (laughs) sexy and she 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 really has a pretty fucking rocking bod, so you guys want to see that. Aw, thanks. Yeah. So do you. Yep. Um, but yeah. So w- what we're gonna talk about? We're gonna get back to format this week because we're we went a little bit over last week and went a little bit wild about talking about our vacation and all the stuff that we wish we could have done. But now we're <laughs> back to real nice, juicier, juicier stories. So um, I think the big topic that we we'll talk about today i think is um finding swinger friends yes so not just hooking up with people but but finding some buddies that you know friends that you just want to keep hooking up with and just hanging out with yeah you know the big saying that everybody says in the lifestyle which is true is you make uh what is it you make friends out of swingers not swingers out of friends i've never heard that you haven't heard that before but sure <laughs> yeah it's so you nope. don't ruin your vanilla friendships. Yeah, I would never do that. No, but no. but we'll be friends with swingers. Yeah. Some swingers that we like and we like to, to fuck. Yep. We've gone to like a lot of birthday parties and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we, there, there was a bunch of questions from last week we didn't really get to because you guys just blew our inbox up with just... So much stuff for us to get back to that I think we have I think we have like five more questions that we haven't really Yeah, lots of questions today. So thank you for everyone that has submitted questions. Um if you are interested in submitting a question to us, you can email us at swingbypodcast at gmail dot com or you can tweet us, slant our DMs. Yeah, also swing by podcast. Yep, and same on Reddit as well. Or you could also leave us a voice message. Um, we have a phone number. You want to pull it up so we can say what, what it is? You don't is? know it by heart? Nope. It is 1-925-307-9464. Or 1-925-30-SWING. Yeah. That's right. We paid good money for that. No, we didn't. Did we? we? No, we <laughs> I was like, you better not. <laughs> no, we didn't pay any money for that. So. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you should uh, go ahead. It hasn't seen a lot of action lately. I mean, you no. don't have to put your voice in the show. Just send it a text. Feel free yeah, to just. We won't text. actually like play your voicemail unless you want us to. 
We will yeah, if you want us to. If you want to. Yeah. But yeah, you can just send a text if you want. That again, that number is nine two five three zero seven nine four six four. So um drop in and yeah, ask us your questions or just if, even if you just want to say hey and yeah, give us feedback yeah, or let us know. We want to hear your stories too. So yeah. um, that might, might not necessarily make it on the show, but I'm always curious about uh, other people's lifestyle or swinger lifestyle and how it differentiates for us and what has worked for you. I mean, maybe we'll mention on the podcast stuff that we say don't work works really well for other people. Yeah, we have gotten that a lot from I think. Uh, from a little bit of the older or the next generation up, <laughs> a lot of them. Everything that works for them is way different than what works for us, it seems like. What do you mean? I mean, just like their way of finding people. Because I would say... Th- like they don't do the apps and stuff. Well, they yeah, they do websites and stuff. Not as much but the not apps. apps. Maybe not as okay. much the apps. But I think that's more of a... It, it comes from more of a, a way of dating back then where it was just go to the bar and find... You meet people IRL. Yeah, you meet people in real life, which I don't. <laughs> I don't know if we know how to do that. No, really. I'm too, I mean, we have been successful. Uh, when have we ever met someone? Well, actually, that's yeah. not true. At, usually, just at, at, at the, the resorts. resorts yeah, yeah, at the resorts, we, we're usually <laughs> successful there. But that's. I mean, I don't want to say it's different. I mean, I, I wish I knew how to meet somebody just at a regular bar. You see questions like that in the Reddit chat all the time, or the Reddit, uh, the swingers group. Yeah. People are just like, oh, how do you find a, um, a, a, a unicorn or another swinger couple at a regular bar? I think it's, it's like, really I don't know. hard. I don't, I don't think you can. <laughs> I, yeah. Plus, like, you don't want to, like, scare people off or. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, think right, I think the closest we ever got was when we were in Thailand one time yeah. at a Rasta bar where it seemed like the vibe was kind of going that way, but. I, my stomach was hurting. Otherwise, I think... Yeah, you had food poisoning. I think otherwise... But we also, would, those people we weren't even dating. They were like exes. Kind of, yeah. They were. I bet you if we would have brought it up, they would have been like, hell yeah. Maybe, I don't and know. And maybe it would have been very uncomfortable because they're exes, so it may have yeah. been really weird. <laughs> Probably better we didn't. I don't know. I would have taken the risk. <laughs> okay. We would have been fine at the end of the day. Yeah. Whether it be yeah. a problem for them or whatnot or whatever. Um. But yeah, do you want to? Should we? Should we get to some questions? Yeah, my, my favorite part of the show. So, um, yeah, we got a few. Looks like a bunch of Twitter questions, and then we have uh, looks like three Twitter questions and a couple Reddit questions. So, um, do you want to read the first one or? Yes. Okay. Um, and to all the listeners, I apologize if I butcher this. I have dyslexia. Okay. <laughs> you read every week. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get I get nervous, though. All right. Yeah. Um, hiya, I've just binged your podcast over a week at work. Wow, thank you. Um, listening on headphones whilst decorating a customer's house and hoping the headphones don't fail and they hear what I'm listening to. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, loving the podcast and hearing your journey and experiences. I've just finished the last episode and have a quick question. You talked about seeing Choke Guy in the bank. Oh, yep, yeah. I remember that guy. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, it was a single guy we hooked up with that just randomly choked me. 
and I didn't like that. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. And then we later saw him at a random bank, like a couple months later. Speak. Um, oh, I, I'll wait for you to finish. But should we tell the story what happened well, to me last week? Let me finish. Can we finish the question? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any insights into what happens or what can happen when normal life and lifestyle cross paths? Uh, my wife and I are new to this, and it's one of those worries that is bubbling away in the back of our minds. Thanks for the show. Um, P.S. If you use my question, can you mention that I loved fucking my wife in the Cornish Sea the other evening? She listens and will get a buzz from knowing I've spoken to you. Smiley face. Okay. Don't know Good what that means, you. but cool. Cornish Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Um, the salt water ain't good for fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I have learned that lesson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so thank you for your question and thank you for listening to our podcast and binging it. That's dope. Um, Maybe the Cornish Sea is like butt stuff. I'm, I don't know. It's I'm probably <laughs> like a sea in Italy, like Ireland or, or, or Europe it's but, or, it's or butt something. Stuff, I don't know. Maybe. maybe it's butt stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, okay. So the yeah the the so the big question is um, what can happen when normal life and lifestyle life cross paths? Um, yeah, it is kind of a small world, but. I think in both of these situations, I mean, if with regular people, you're not really going to know only, and I feel like it's not as weird. I mean, it was weird because we didn't really call that guy again or want to hook up with him. But I think it's no, just we as, ghosted him. No, but I, but I, I, I <laughs> we mean, did, we did ghost him. Did he hit us back up? Yes, he did. And then oh. I just stopped responding. Oh. But I think, uh, I still think it's like, I think that's just as awkward as if you go on a date and you never really you guys don't work out and you don't hit yeah. each other up again and then you just run into each other. Like, it's the same but exact I, thing. I think, like, what they're asking is, like, you know, there's certain people in their regular lives they don't want to know that they're a swingers. So they're like, well, shit, what happens if they find out or if you've heard of anything like that? I think that's what kind of they're asking. Yeah. I mean, you... you I don't think this situation. You kind of just like be like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't like. think this situation was like that though. I think this is that's like two way separate things because this is like we were in our regular lives, but we kind of just saw each other went our separate ways. This is like, should I tell the story real quick about what happened this week? Because a very similar situation to, or last week. Yeah, something that kind of almost impacted your job. Yeah, and I think that's a little bit more of a better I example. Think that's what he's asking. Yeah. So we've only there's only one couple that we've actually ever gone out with and then been like uh no we're good <laughs> and haven't really like yeah. brought home with us. I mean we've kind of slowed down and recently but we've kept dating certain couples. Well, but I think it was mutual cuz they didn't they didn't reach out to us after afterwards. that either. No, and but And we didn't reach out to them either cuz no, you and I moment, decided that we didn't want to hook up with them no we didn't want to hook up with them but in the moment they definitely were like ready to hook up like yeah the they guy were, the guy was like all right so we're ready to get out of here yeah and it was like at a bar and like they were nice just we weren't really sexually attracted to them like yes. in the moment at all uh, well it's different like like meeting people on an app or online and then in person like you know you don't really know how i mean for me personally how you're gonna feel about someone when you meet them in person versus online, like, right. 
Like, because real life chemistry is so different than internet chemistry. Yeah. And I, I thought for sure we were never going to see them again because they live across town and Los Angeles is, I mean, what, it's, it's huge. It's like, it's like it's, 15 million people or something like, like that. It's like County. first or second biggest city in the country. Yeah. So they, they live across town. I was like, oh, absolutely not. And, um, and they, they worked in completely different fields too. So it was like, yeah, oh yeah, was he, like, he was in a band. There's no way we would meet yeah, ever. Yeah. So, but I went on to a job because um, we are independent contractors. So each job is different. I went on onto a job, and this this new assistant was kind of helping out, and I didn't really recognize him at first because he was wearing a mask or whatever, and. I think we went through the whole day because it was like a 10 hour day or whatever. We went through the whole day and I didn't have a clue. And then towards like the last couple hours, I just remember there was like a familiarity, like just hand gestures that he made that I remember like so distinctly because it was such a unique hand gestures that I've only seen once ever before. And it was when we went to the bar with that, with that couple. And I was like, well, cause oh this my guy God. was like kind of a character. Yeah, he was a little bit of a character. And I was like, oh, my um. God, no fucking way is it the same guy. And never mentioned it because he worked directly in our department with me. and Like he was helping you? Yes, he was in my department. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had people like underneath you. Not underneath me, but it was like it was, I don't want to say what we do. Yes, he was assisting in the same kind of department. So... I don't know. It took me towards the end. And once he started making the hand gesture or whatever, I kind of like looked him up online real quick to see what it was. And I remember very distinctly, it definitely was him and it, it, because we had the same birthday. And I was like, oh, no, it's the <laughs> same guy. <laughs> I was like, crap, this is awkward. It's like, there's no way he, he does not recognize me. And we kind of like uncomfortably because he had told me that he wanted to get into the same thing that i do at a higher level and do all that and i was just oh. like oh so was he like kind of asking for a job no i mean i don't okay. I, I don't think he did like there was never a question of like oh we should change numbers in case you need okay. an extra hand but okay. i also kind of like ran out of there the minute the job was <laughs> over because I, I, I it was the last hour i realized it was the same guy and then i immediately got like really uncomfortable uh yeah and i was like oh, this is like really fucking awkward <laughs> like <laughs> like oh yeah we were we went out on a date and we we're gonna well he was also now. like new to the lifestyle when we met him like a yeah. couple in the fall yeah and uh you don't know this person like what if he's like gonna tell people at work like I, I, hey this guy i i tried to fuck i don't something. think I, I don't think i was worried about that at all i okay. think it was i think it was more the fact that he like we'd never called him again and it was just uncomfortable yeah. like oh we didn't work out like but it we was weren't mutual. Tra sexually like, attracted to you like they didn't they didn't hit us up afterwards either so i think it's fine i think it would have been probably even weirder if they were consistently like hey what are you guys up to hey let's hang out again and then we just ghosted them or sure and i can't so so considering this is the second time in such a big city that that does ha that has happened yeah paths can cross um it gets it's awkward sometimes but both situations i think we just have kind of not mentioned it 
I think it's like an unspoken our, yeah, it's like rule. an unspoken rule. Like you just don't say anything. <laughs> I mean, if they said anything, it'd be just as awkward for them as it would for you. It'd yeah, be right? way weird. Like because they're they're not only just outing you, they're outing themselves as well. Yeah. So with that being said, I would say don't be a dick to anybody <laughs> that you're you not going to hook know. up with. Yeah, you yeah, never yeah. Because you don't. You might so definitely like treat them. Again. Yeah, treat them like we've treated everybody nice. We've never been an asshole to anybody. So no. like even when we've gone our separate ways, like. It's it's been platonic. It was just like, oh, it was nice, but yeah, there's that. And I, by the way, I, I try not to ghost people. I just want to put that yeah. out there because I think that's like kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, but like I will like be nicely honest and be like, I'm sorry, just I don't feel like we vibed well. Or, right. You know, like if they if they reached out to us again, um, after we met up with them, I would have. Yeah, told them, like, I'm sorry, I don't think we're a match. Yeah, not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it is what it is. I think, and then the other situation is where if vanilla people start to oust you. I mean, I don't think that has really been an issue for us just because uh, a lot of our vanilla friends know already, and it, they yeah. don't really care. And there's, I don't think there's anybody that could find out. There, I mean, there's people that could find out that may look at us differently i think mostly the reason we don't use our real names is because of people who don't use us that are looking us up that don't know us who are looking us up to hire us for our regular job like i don't want this to come up yeah we're freelance like yeah our jobs they look us up yeah depend on like our credibility and like you know yes so i want my work (laughs) ethic to pop up and people like this (laughs) yeah so that's a like it's solely so this doesn't pop up but if people who hire us regularly and stuff like that know like they wouldn't care there's a lot of stuff that just wouldn't care i don't think i think um older people in our industry would definitely like like i wouldn't say shun us but they would look down upon us for sure sure but then (laughs) like like we said i don't think it's uh i don't think it's as huge of a deal to us like i read in this in the reddit sub all the time about people who get ousted and most of the time it's less work related and it's more like to family it's more school related yeah yeah like uh the family's there and then the kids won't let them hang out with that anymore so i'm sure that might be something that comes up but we also live in a really progressive city so it's and our family is nowhere near where we live either so (laughs) so i hope we answered that question somehow we went on a little bit of a tangent so Sorry about that. Um, Thanks for the question. Yeah. So if that's that's one of the thing in the back of your minds, no, it might happen, but it's rare that it's going to happen in your regular life. Uh, I think it's like with everything, there's risks, you know. So you just gotta weigh them. Yeah. I mean, it's like, do you think that's worth it or already not? a secretive a little bit uh, thing? So, I mean, going away to a swingers town or or, a swingers resort is usually pretty easy to hide if you're not blasting it all over the internet (laughs) also if anybody if anybody finds you on the internet on a swinger site chances are they're swingers too so it'd be really hard for anybody else to really find out that's true yes because Uh, um like you know we say that we're we have used like some of the apps and i have come across like people people that like co-workers yeah but, like, they've never said anything to me. Yeah, and I'm never going to say anything to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, like, you don't talk about it. Yeah. 
Like you give a fist bump in the corner. <laughs> like, yeah, no, not going to do that. No. <laughs> okay, um, next question. We'd be curious, uh, perhaps a podcast question, if you like, um, how you and other 20s, 30s, maybe early 40s lifestyle couples handle the logistics of actually getting together with people you like. We find that between work and parenting duties, it takes us weeks or months to make any kind of date night arrangement. And we worry that people we're generally interested in might feel ghosted when really we're just swamped in higher priority tasks and have a hard time getting all the logistic arrangements sorted out. Oh. Okay, so this one's going to get harder as we have a kid. I think we just... Yeah, we're going to experience this. Yeah, we're going to experience soon. this too. But I think it's... <laughs> I mean, I think that's... I think they're already in the right track. It's the, it's the planning of it. I mean, the planning and spending... A couple weeks, like we've done, said, oh, in two weeks we'll be available. Do you want to hang out in two weeks or from now? Or like a month or yeah. months even sometimes. Yeah. Do you want to hang out? I think that's actually better. Like I almost look more forward to those because as long as they agree to it and you're good with it and you set that block time, if that's how long it takes, that's how long it takes. Yeah. But I that's think- That's a good couple too if they're going to like stick it out and you just, I mean, you can keep messaging in between that time yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. But I think also just like letting them know like, hey, you know, we have a child or children and this is where our priority lies and- unfortunately we're very busy but like we do want to meet up with you yeah i think that's a lot of people will understand that and that's it it's just like i think we've already started talking about it like oh like there's gonna be nights where we're just gonna want to line up the sitter and then even then it's like it's like all right uh playing at our house is probably going to become a thing of the past yeah that's not happening anymore. right so then it's just gonna be like all right so we gotta plan for a sitter and pay for a sitter and schedule them let's say till two or three o'clock in the morning you know get a hotel room Mm -hmm. till that time and to be able to like do if you're actually expecting to play so there's like a lot of logistics and arrangements you got to make and sometimes that's gonna make a couple weeks and yeah just a plan so it's something that i think we're preparing and we're realizing is definitely going to be plausible and it's going to be fun nights out when we're able to do that and a little bit of escape but yeah you need to make that arrangements Mm -hmm. and if you have other couples with kids too that mean they might uh, be more understanding totally um because like one of the couples that we hang out with a lot like they have a child too and like we don't really see them that often because they have a kid yeah (laughs) not as much as we like but even with them we have to plan yeah weeks in advance yeah but i think i mean everyone's busy everyone has a life everyone's super busy i mean especially living in a huge city like los angeles like there's so much stuff to do that people like have plans all the fucking time so it it is hard meeting up with people and like sometimes it does take weeks or month a month or months sometimes but i think if you just like stay in communication with them and like you know, try and align your schedules. I think they'll be understanding. And if they don't, then fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Um, Yeah. So I think we'll be able to answer that question even better once in a few months. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like a year from now. Yeah, a year from now. Ask (laughs) us again in a year. (laughs) But I hope that was good enough. Um, Okay, next one. Um, I don't... I think I should answer this one too 
So do you want to read it? You yes. want me to read it? I'll answer it. Um, so this is this is a, a a little bit of a weird question. Um, this one this is the same guy. I think we talked about him a couple weeks ago. Uh, he asked the question about the guys kissing. And he said, oh, oh the yeah. guys mm-hmm. where we mentioned that. Oh, some last guys episode. Like yeah, last episode. Um, so he asked another question. Um, hey, another question. Um, I thought of that I would love to hear you guys talk about is is how, as a bisexual couple, you're thinking about the monkeypox vaccine. Mm. Um, It's something my wife and I have been talking about a lot and whether we should both get it or not to be safe, as we obviously do potentially swing with couples, include bi men. I don't know what being bi has anything to do with the monkeypox. Well, they... Originally, we're saying that a lot of the people that were getting infected were mostly gay men. Really? Um, because it's like you, it's transmissible, transmissible. I'm butchering that word. Through anal? Through, no, what? No. <laughs> Through physical contact. And so, um, you know, like gay dudes are horny and they just have a lot of physical contact. So that's why it was popping up more in that community. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh. Well, I didn't know that. Um, but we haven't thought about the monkeypox vaccine. It hasn't blown up like COVID has, um, and I don't hear much about it, it. It did like a couple months ago. Did it? Or like a month ago. So is it back on ago. the decline? I don't think we've done enough research on um, the monkeypox. But also like right now for us at the moment, we're not swinging because I'm pregnant. So I don't really... I mean... If monkeypox becomes more of a thing, then yeah, sure, I'll get it. Um, I mean, you and I are both fully COVID-vaxxed. And like while we were swinging before I got pregnant, that was like a major thing for us was that people were vaccinated and right. getting tested and yeah, all that. So um, I think like if that's something that's important to you, you should tell people that. Yeah. And yeah, be I like, think so too. you know, that's something that I would like for my potential partners to have. Yeah. I haven't really hooked up with any guys recently either, but I don't, that's not something um, that's been on my mind. One of my gay friends, he just got the monkeypox vaccine. He did? Yes. Oh, the vaccine. I thought you were going to say he no. got monkeypox. Um, he but got the in, pox. He said in LA County that it wasn't available for... Um, people that weren't like immune compromised so he just said that he like goes to bathhouses all the time and they gave it to him at a bathhouse no not (laughs) at a bathhouse that would be a really weird service i don't know you you said it in the same (laughs) no he said like to the person giving the vaccine or like online like yeah i'm active in the gay scene and they were like okay yeah you qualify to get the vaccine oh okay well i guess that makes sense I don't know. You have friends that go to a lot of bathhouse. He doesn't go to bath. He lied. Oh. So he could get the vaccine because oh. he well, wanted that's the vaccine. Just, that's just not right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think there's a couple questions here. Yeah. So I think they asked a couple questions, but we'll. I'm trying to zoom in, but it won't let me. Can you read that? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um. Okay. From a deleted account. Sexy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know. They must have got nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sent the question via email to love the podcast. 
Hey guys, my wife and I have listened to the first episode. Great, by the way. Thank you. Anyway, we are very new and only discussing the potential for this, but one thing we are both concerned with is how to make sure someone is STD-free and how to make that not such an awkward question if we get to that point. That is one of the biggest hurdles we are facing about getting into the lifestyle. We would love to hear an episode about that or even just a direct response. Thanks. About the STD thing? Yeah. How, how to, to make, make sure, sure someone's STD free. Yeah, I'll write it in the notes so we can make it a subject at some point. <laughs> Could have well, done we that can today, just talk about it now. Yeah, we could we talk can about answer. it today. Um, so, I mean, I think a lot of people in the lifestyle get regularly tested. and um, We do. Yeah, and if that's something that's important to you, which I hope it is. I think it should be important for everyone. Um, if you're practicing in the lifestyle and having new partners um, that you, you know, get tested and then you can like share your results with people and yeah. people can share their results with you and just make that something like, this is imperative for me that you are tested. Yeah. I don't think that's an awkward question at all. Uh, it comes up a lot when, when people are, when we've been searching f- for people just like, Oh, yeah. are you STD free. And a lot of people have that on their profile. On their profile like, yeah. Recently STD tested, you need to be as well. Yeah. Um, it was right next to their recently COVID vaxxed yeah. and, and STD <laughs> tested. Or even just talking about using protection. Like, that's. I haven't met. We haven't met anyone in the lifestyle that does not use protection. I know a lot of people do. I mean, the only situation that I've seen that uh, people don't use protection is with couples that they're regular with a lot pretty much or if they're solely with one couple pretty much okay turns yeah i mean sometimes it makes sense that's right what you want to do um but yeah it, it, as far we will ask people about to make sure they're scd free and everything like that and ask when they've been tested last um we've never we've never actually asked for certificates or, or looking yeah at we've never right. asked asked for like proof yeah We've trusted a lot, but we also do use protection. So I think Always, that's yeah every we, single time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if it's some not like we don't use protection during head and stuff like that, and I, I think during oral, oral, yeah, and I think that's, I mean, that's something you could be a little bit more concerned about. But we're a little bit trusting uh, with people too. Nobody's given us a reason not to trust them. And there's circles in the lifestyle and there's actually certain like pages on even on Reddit, I think, and like uh, there's certain chat groups uh, of people in the lifestyle that are like, I think like the herpes like chat or whatever like that. There's like circles of people with certain STDs. STDs. Yeah, that um, it's available for them to hook it up. So it's not like, it's not like it's, it's a, they can't find people that will accept them too, or where they can still not be in the lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. like there's, there's outlets for them. So I get that. But yeah, I don't think anybody's ever going to take if, that as an awkward question. And if they question. are, then fuck those people. <laughs> yeah. And no one's trying to, I don't think anyone's trying to hide that either. No. Like that's, like it's such an open lifestyle like people yeah. I, you would i think you'll see that the majority of people like take uh their health and other people's health like especially std screening very seriously yeah yeah most people in the lifestyle do yeah and i think even when like some resorts even when you check in they like 
they'll ask you that or oh really like thing. yeah i think i think i want to say desire did no maybe not i don't know i don't think I've they did it. yeah <laughs> so um so yeah yeah it's not an awkward question ask away people are never going to jump down your throat if they get pissed off at that they're not the right couple yeah and there's not gonna be a lot that are into it so anyways um um same same couple they asked another question um it looks like uh, he's 26 and she is 28 just to um put some put a put ages to to the questions being asked um i do have another question um left a name but i'm not going to say it just in case nate seems pretty open with wanting to explore the spectrum of his sexuality too I also want to do this, but have no idea how to bring it up to my wife. Ooh, juicy. Um, I had some experiences when I was younger with a close friend, but that was it, as most kids do. Um, How did Nate bring up the subject, and what was the initial reaction? Did it cause any stress for you guys, or did it make Coral feel any particular kind of way? That's all I'll ask for now. Thank you. Oh, and it says, feel free to use my name if you want. Uh, the name's Warren, but he deleted it, so I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah. there's a lot of Warrens in the world, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you feel any sort of way? How, well, I guess we can say, how did I bring up the subject? Um, Do you remember when I, I first brought it up? I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I, think, I think maybe over dinner one night when we were having drinks, you probably were like, hey, so... I also like men. Uh, I jerk off to the porn and stuff. Oh, well, she's, I think, being a little bit more abrupt about it. What? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I don't think I just laid that out. I just think I, I said I was a little bit curious about it, too, or that I it didn't bother me. I think this is after we've had sexual experiences with other couples. So I don't know if you have done that yet. If you've had experiences with other couples or you've been around, but I knew, uh, I knew Coral was into girls also. And I think that was a leeway for bringing up the conversation. And I think I actually brought it up more of like, Oh, how would you feel if I may also be a little bit into that too? Like into same sex type of things, and I don't think her initial reaction was super into it. I mean, I wasn't like, "Oh my god, yes, no, so fucking hot." But I she was supportive, <laughs> but you were still you were worried. You weren't like you weren't completely thrilled about it. Like it definitely took you some mulling, took you a little bit of time to process it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's with any like new information that your spouse brings to you because like we've been together for so long and and it it, like you only recently told me that yeah which i was like oh really like i like we've been together for a million years i yeah i've never heard you say anything about that before yeah because i didn't know i felt it but (laughs) but that's but that's what i'm saying where she wasn't she wasn't necessarily like, oh my God, I support you and hell yeah. Like, I high said five. I support you. She, 
I did. You, you, yeah. You, it took you. <laughs> it took you a little bit, though. I, I don't want to say. Okay. I don't. I don't want to say that the, your reaction at first was like super, super. Yeah, but you're also making me sound no, like I didn't. I'm not. I'm not. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not like you weren't like grossed out or like shunning me for it. But there was. It came with a little bit of worry. It came with unfamiliarity. Like it wasn't something that was super easy to swallow immediately like it took you like you had some questions you had you were like well you're not gonna leave me for a guy are you or well yeah i don't want you to i don't want you to discover that you like it more than you like me like you had a lot of those questions yeah because you're coming at me with this brand new like i wouldn't say life-changing information but it is changing things in a way yeah um you know, where we've been together for like a million years and this is like the first time ever hearing about it. And I'm just Because it like, wasn't a thing wait, before. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't a thing before. It's just something that... It was a little bit of a shock. Yeah. You know? But now you've had years to stew because I didn't Because I didn't know what else you were going to say after that. Like, I didn't know if you were going to be like, and actually... uh. I just want to, I just want to be with men now or like, you know, like, I'm like, well, okay, what else are you going to throw at me? I don't know. No, just that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think at like it, it, so I think it did take some time to process it, but like she was supportive of it and she said, no, I want you to be you no matter what. And then I think like now she's a lot more supportive, um, especially because I think she's had time to process it and she knows that, um, I love her more than anything. And it's a thing. It's like one big misconception is like, if you come out as bi to your spouse, it doesn't mean that you want to leave them and start hooking up with guys or anything like that. Like, and that's a big thing about being bi. Like you can be with guys. Not all the time, but there are some instances where that has happened to people. Yeah. Gay though. Usually. Usually it's with a spouse and saying, oh, I'm gay. I'm going to go with that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. No. It's not out of the question. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, if you really love your wife, I would start by being with you. It's like, there's nobody else I'd rather be with with you or something like that. Then say, just let her know that there's interest. You know what I mean? Or ask her maybe like, oh, how do you feel about women? Like, is she into women? Maybe she likes to watch lesbian porn sometimes or she's into that that's usually a a good little leeway to get in because you can kind of put the parallel situations up because it very much is the same thing and i think that's what helps and a lot of people don't really get it's like oh the way you feel about it like you weren't going to leave me for a woman are you no yeah (laughs) have you thought deep about that one Mm, I mean, <laughs> it's crossed my mind, I won't lie. Oh, yeah? That you're yeah. going to leave me for a woman? No, just like if we got a divorce, the next person I date would probably be a woman. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you would date a woman. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. It's I think it's a good thing to like, not, I don't want to f- say flip it on them, just to put a parallel thing on. It's just like, oh, like it's just something that, like it's the human body. I think that's what I realize. Like I enjoy the naked human body and I find it beautiful no matter what the gender is in most situations. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I realize and I think it's a good way to like bring up and 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 just yeah, bring it up to your wife. Let me know which how she reacts once you do do that if you 
get a new Reddit account. <laughs> yeah, it's deleted. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's deleted. I mean, he was really interested because they it posted a bunch of all the flakes are really killing the momentum on doing this. My wife and I decided to try it out, but it seems like every couple in our area flakes. We were vibing with this one couple, and we started sending them snaps. Um, while my wife and I were hooking up, they responded. Then we go to hit them up today, and they blocked us. It makes it super hard to explore this stuff. Any advice? Thanks for being everyone's swinger shamans. I don't want to be labeled as that. <laughs> and again, uh, we can continue to love the podcast. I would say my advice would be do not don't sext. send <laughs> yeah. yeah don't send nudes to people um that, because like nine times out of ten the people that are asking for those that's all they want they get the thrill of seeing a nude of you or you know or swapping nudes they get through they get off on that that's what they're looking for that's and all they want and they're, they're not gonna, gonna block you after, they're not gonna tell you that because they want they want the nudes you know yeah i mean from our experience that's Usually, if you're requesting photos, you're a flake. Yeah, get connect with a couple online, start talking to them, and then schedule a meeting meet up. Yeah, that's that's how you. Or do if it. you do send nudes, just like please crop your face out yeah, because you don't, don't know don't. what these people are doing with these photos. Don't send nudes till after you meet up for the first time. I think that's like a good yeah. rule of thumb. <laughs> or send a bikini pic. Yeah. With your photo face cropped out of it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, they're going to block you otherwise than that. Um, because right. they, they got what they wanted. They just wanted the nudes. Right. Um, all right. We're caught up on, um, on questions. Let's go to the subject of the day, which is finding swinger friends, mm-hmm. which I think is the golden ticket in the lifestyle, right? And it's very hard. It's very <laughs> difficult because, I mean, everybody's looking. I think we... That's like our golden ticket where we're always looking for is finding the swinger friends that you're you can play with, but you can also hang out with on the weekend or just hang out beforehand. Like it's not always cut straight to the to yeah. the thing. Or you're like, because I feel like with with swinger friends, um, once you make friends out of them, like you're always wanting you you're wanting to try new stuff together. Like I we said we would never go to a club. Unless it's with, like, friends that we're comfortable with from the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, so, we've gone by ourselves. We've gone by ourselves, but I think now. We said, like, I would go back to the club. Yeah, but, we wouldn't go back to the club. We've yeah. been to the club. We will yeah. not go back. Unless we have uh, our swinger friends we can bring with because we know we can have a good time with them and we can at least dance with them. And and uh, we don't mind hooking up with other people in their presence, but we always have them to hang out with at the end of the day. So yes, uh, <laughs> finding swinger friends is not easy, but we have done it. No. And Through I, trial and error. Yeah, and there's been a lot of situations where we've tried to meet up a couple of times, and, the, and it's taken a few times to find out that we aren't really compatible. Mm-hmm. And we'll tell one of those stories uh We'll tell one of those stories today, but we have been lucky enough to find um, some swinger friends that we really like. Um, on a couple occasions, I think one of the occasions they we met them at at 
at a swing resort, but they live across the country, so we weren't able to actually continue that swinger friendship. And I don't, yeah. th- I don't think we travel enough to like re meet up no. uh, to actually make it <laughs> a regular I mean, thing. We're friends on Instagram. We are friends on Instagram. So <laughs> I mean, if it, if that's what they, I think if it builds up to to being friends on Instagram, then that's the sign of a true swinger friendship right there. Yeah. But yeah, I think the biggest thing. Uh, to know and and that's what they say in the lifestyle which apparently coral didn't hear before is you make you make friends out of swingers and not swingers out of friends because mm-hmm. you'll ruin you'll ruin your relationships that day. <laughs> yes yeah but our our swinger friends that we do have like we go to birthday parties with them sometimes and yeah and and like w- we have brought them to barbecue here like we brought them around our vanilla friends. Mm-hmm. And I think they're like, there's very few people that I feel comfortable doing that with. Mm-hmm. But they are one of them. And I think that's the golden ticket with any. Like, the the big goal is to try to find more of those well, people. Well, they're also just people that, like, we have a lot in common with and that we would hang out with as friends regardless of the swing. Right. But the sexual compatibility is still off the charts. Yeah. So then you can fuck at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then lower down a lot of boundaries. And I think that's when we're when we're looking in the lifestyle and we start to date people just in general, I think that's always the end goal for everybody that we try to meet up with. Mm-hmm. Is for them to become a regular and us to connect in the fireworks to go off crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we try to like meet up with people that like we have like vanilla interests with totally. um, as well. Like we are both very outdoorsy. So like we'll try and meet up with people that are into that or like we like board games. You yeah. Know, and Which is crazy that like we're outdoorsy and all that, but we've never actually hooked up. Like we've never gone out on a camping trip with anybody and no. any couples or anything like that. Because that would be that well, or, I feel orgy like in the woods. We haven't met many people that are outdoorsy. That outdoorsy, yeah. Like I feel like that's a selling point on a lot of like uh, profiles. But then when it comes down to it, they're like, "Oh yeah, but it just makes me look outdoorsy." Oh, like we've hooked up with yes. people that like have a rock climbing picture. It's like, "Oh, you climbed that." Well, that was just a picture of me climbing once. Yes, it at, was great at, at college. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And I was just like. <laughs> Then why would you put that on your profile? <laughs> because that's her ass looked that's banging because one it. of that's like one of the reasons why I swiped on you is because you looked like you climbed because you had a photo of you climbing. Oh, you climbing, yeah. It's very misleading. Which makes a lot of sense, but yeah, that's that's that is the big goal, and it's it doesn't usually boil down to that because usually, uh, even if we hook up to them, there's like I don't want to say a red flag, but there's a couple things that we just weren't a hundred percent comfortable with that deters us from hanging out or meeting up again. Mm-hmm. If it makes it to the second date, usually that's a good sign, but not always the best. And I think that has gone from our dating history for the lifestyle. But I, I, again, the longer we've been in the lifestyle, the more picky we have been. Yes. Um, so like it, it takes us a lot less, like we can pretty much figure it out in one date now, whether we're, we're going to be compatible for the long run or not. Whereas mm-hmm. like the first couple we were hooking up with, it took a few times for us just to be like, yeah, I don't think they're for us. Well, I think um, 
the people that we're talk we're gonna have the story about were I think she was a little misleading. She was a little bit misleading. Um, and do, should we tell that story? Yeah. About Jim and Carol. I think people want to hear it. Yeah, I think people want to hear it. That's why they listen to this podcast, right? To hear stories? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. This one's about, um, that's not their real names, but Jim and Kara. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, where do we meet them? It's like Field. Was it Field? It was either yeah. Field or Three Fun or something? No, you met them? Field. I didn't, I don't know. But I know it was Field. Yeah, <laughs> and we got into talking there, and we probably switched to kick or yeah, something this like was that. a couple of years ago too yeah this was a while this is before we actually full swapped i think it is definitely yes before we i think those was this was, this was getting the into second that. couple we met up with or third yeah second, second or, third. or third yeah so we we so we met them um and the first time we met them was at like a bar mm-hmm. like a really hip bar that we read about and we met them i remember the bar being pretty loud there was like a party going there's a party like a going birthday on. party or something so, yeah, we were, like, kind of yelling. And I don't think they were too experienced either. Because I remember we – I think we were close. We had talked a lot about full swapping at this point. And – I don't think on the first meetup we no, did. No, 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 no. But we had, me, we had started to talk about it, but we weren't, like, completely ready for it. But we were starting to get there. We knew we weren't in the first meetup going to full swap. And I remember the guy being – pretty attractive i wasn't out as bi or i wasn't i don't feel like i was bi at that time mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that wasn't like a thing we were going after but he was definitely attractive and she was really cute too she was a beautiful black woman and i remember that was very sexy to me <laughs> yeah they were both cute they were very cute so we met them and we were kicking it off like we kicked it off right away and we liked them. I think we all liked each other. We vibed pretty well. We vibed very well. Yeah. And I think it was, I don't know, we were there drinking for like an hour. And then um, I think at this time also we had not, other than that one guy, which I don't even know if that happened yet. I don't think we ever brought anybody back to our place at this point. Uh, No, we did. We did? Okay. Well, at this point... We weren't going to bring him back to our place. Our place was also very they, far away. They lived on the complete opposite yeah. side of town. They lived on the complete opposite side of town. From where we lived. So we... Which in LA could be like an hour plus away. Like yeah. that's fucking far. Yeah. So I think the night the night got pretty long and yeah, we were kicking it off and then I think we walked out. We like we agreed. We we're like, oh, let's get a hotel. And I think I booked the first like hotel that was like pretty close by. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty nice hotel actually. Yeah. And I think it was like cheap enough so we were able to like go down get checked in and then we started hitting it off (laughs) i think i think there was like uh, there was a couple we were still like a little bit nervous at the time so i think you and i like started together and started making out Mm -hmm. and then i think they did and then i think she started moving over to you to make out with you Mm -hmm. she wanted you more than anything yeah so like after all of our we met up with these people like three times. Um, the thing that kind of broke us apart was that she was way more into me. Well, you're jumping the gun a little really bit. not really yeah. into you as much. Yeah. Um, so I think that was like her main focus. Like she really wanted to explore like her bi side. She definitely wanted to explore her bi side. And she was. Well, she didn't she, tell us that. She just. No, she was. And it was a lot. Uh, that was into you, but we all, 
we all were like hooking up and I think we, we kind of swapped a little bit and like, I think you started blowing him mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but she wasn't like, she wasn't like actively trying to go down on me and like, I, I'm not pushy or anything like that. She was like jerking me off a little bit, but then I would go down on her for like a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And like she, she was very, very vocal. I remember her being extremely <laughs> vocal. Yeah, I was like, our neighbors are definitely hearing this. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I think, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, they're having an orgy in there. you goddamn right. <laughs> um, but I was going down on her. She was very sexy. Her ass was fucking glorious, too. Mm-hmm. Like, So I probably ate her out pretty much every direction and like fingered her and everything. And she jerked me off a little bit and stuff like that. But like, it seemed like she was very avoidant of going down on me. I think she went down on me for like a total of like five minutes maybe Mm -hmm. in that night and we got like worked up and then i think i switched back to you and he switched back to her and like we started fucking yeah doing like doing like a little same room thing Mm -hmm. and it was really hot yep and i think maybe we were doing all this for like an hour and i think what i liked about a lot of the situations were like we switched up like the positions a lot we we did a lot of stuff like that like i i during that time, I remember, like, you were really into being, like, spit-roasted. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, like, I remember spit-roasting you a lot. Yeah. And then, like, we kept, like, switching off. And, and she liked it, too, because she, like, would play with your ass. And she loved to watch you, like, moan as you're just, like, I'm fucking you from the back as you're just, like, choking on his cock. <laughs> and it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. But I think we got so exhausted after you guys really wanted some, like, jack-in-the-box or something like that. We wanted fries, and you delivered and brought us fries, and it was great. Yeah. So we left, (laughs) (laughs) and he came with me. Mm -hmm. Jim. Yeah, Jim came with me, and then we drove to get fries and left uh, you girls a lot. And then we came back in, and I remember opening the door with when we had our fries in our hand, and you guys were, like, scissoring the fuck out of each other. (laughs) I wouldn't say the fuck out of each other, but I we mean, were scissoring. Yes. I think I think that's a pretty and she right. She kind of expressed to me like, "Oh, I'm really, really, really into girls." Yeah. Are you? And I was like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah. But she was like, "No, but like I'm really into that." Yeah, and, and that was, was very like, clear. Okay. I was like, I don't know. I I like them both equally. <laughs> yeah. Um. And did scissoring? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Feel good. It's like the first time I scissored a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but the le- next three times, I think we said our... our Two times. We yeah. met them three times total. Did we stay the night that, that at the... Yeah, the, we slept in the hotel. I think they left super early. Yeah. Yeah. And we like waited for the hangover to to wear off. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, we met them a couple more times. I think we went to their place the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we went out to a bar before we did there. We went to like yeah, some barber bar. Or, yeah, near their house. Like a speakeasy. Like a speakeasy. And then it was very much, it was a lot of the same thing. And I think that's when conversation started. Because I think after the first time, it wasn't that big of a deal. Or it was a little bit of a big deal. But it wasn't like, I was like, oh, it was like, we'll see what the next night is. But we hung out and we still like clicked and went to their place. And and we, it was a lot of the same situation, a lot of the same sex moves. And then that's when I really started noticing. I was like, oh, man, she really doesn't want to, like, go down on me, like, at all. Like, it, yeah. I felt weird because I felt like I was trying to push it too hard. Then I started, like, backing off. But then I'd see her, like, go crazy 
giving her guy head and then just always go for you and want to be on you. And mm-hmm. I started to like feel a little bit left out. left out a little bit, but just like, yeah, it kind of took a toll on like how I was feeling. I think there was like one more time. Like your self-esteem. On my self-esteem. <laughs> and we took a break. I remember then and like all hang hung around naked and started fooling around again. But then, yeah, I, 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 it was a little bit disappointing to me. But then I remember at the final time when we had it at our house, mm-hmm. I think you and I had talked about it before because we were like, oh, yeah, we're down. I think we're down for full swap. And like we were both ready. Yeah. And I think that was like the kiss, not the kiss of death, because I think we were ready to say, I think we had even talked about it, said if they don't want to full swap this time, let's stop seeing them because yeah, um, I think we're ready to move on if they're not at that point. But I think it was mostly because of her when I realized that she didn't, because you guys were going to town on each other. And then I had said something like, oh, if you want to fuck her, it's okay. And then it was just like a weird, awkward silence. Well, I th- I don't think that they were ready or open to full swapping with us. Yeah. And I do remember, like, she went to the bathroom at one point, and, like, we were still continuing with him. And um, I think that she got really jealous because, like, when she came back, like, sh- the look on her face looked like she was really jealous. Yeah. But so she, I think that was also. But she a left thing and went while you guys were in the middle of it already, though, right? Yeah, but but some people, yeah, like if they go to the bathroom, they want you to stop. They don't want yeah, you I to know. keep going, which I understand that. If that's one of your boundaries, that's totally fine because you're not physically there at that moment. Like yeah. you don't really know, yeah, what all could happen or is happening. Like I get that. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like straddling him and like making out with him and. When she came back, she just looked, like, really jealous. Yeah, which I get that. It was still, like, a two-hour-long thing that happened, too. So it was just, uh, we were going at it for a while. But I think as soon as they left, I was just like, yeah, I don't I don't feel good about this <laughs> anymore. And it was, like, mutual because they we didn't reach out to them again, and they didn't reach out to us. Yeah, I think it was good. So. Yeah, <laughs> so it was all of it, but... That's what but, but it was kind of a bummer. Like we liked them a lot. We did like them a lot, but I mean, yeah. sometimes what you want out of the relationship is different, and I get that. <laughs> yeah, you're not always gonna match up as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that that story was also brought to you by our <laughs> new sponsor, who I'm very very happy to be with. Luckily, um, the problem of not getting up didn't really happen much in this scenario. No, not in this story. Not in this story. But um, there's going to be plenty of stories where that happens where <laughs> Blue Chew was, would really have helped the situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, which uh, our friends over at Blue Chew, um, they decided to partner up with us just because um, I'm such a big fan of, of Blue Chew. Um, I've used it so many times. It's not like it's not just something uh, that we say to try and make money or anything like that. These guys, it's a product I actually use, um, and I actually stand behind. It's gotten us out of a bunch of um, embarrassing situations. I don't think it's gotten me out of a bunch of embarrassing situations, but I I would say it's helped me put my mind at ease when we're trying to hook up with a lot of couples, especially in long out late hours of the night Mm -hmm. and you're two o'clock in the morning and you're trying to perform. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the Blue Chew tablet, I mean, if you take it, it has the same ingredients as Viagra does and Cialis. Um, and it's actually blue. It is actually blue. Um, 
but it's in a chewable tablet and it's only at a fraction of the cost and you don't have to like go to a doctor and explain or try to say my dick doesn't work or anything yeah. like that. Um, if you just go to bluechew.com, um, you can just r- sign up there and write in a consult within a few days. Um, and they'll, it's all through email and you'll get, you'll receive your prescription within days and they'll send it directly to you and you can sign up on a mailing list. All that stuff comes in in discreet packaging. So yeah, no weird visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, no weird phone calls, none of that stuff. Um, and it will come over to you. But if you go onto the website and, um, you write in promo code swing by at checkout, um, you'll get your first month of Blue Chew for free. Um, you just got to pay $5 for shipping. So that code is swing by. S-W-I-N-G-B-I. Yeah. And it just, trust me, we have been in situations so many times where the performance anxiety is real. And it's mm-hmm. just after an, a night out, like it just happens to the best of us, especially in this sexy uh high stimulated situation (laughs) yeah like so just having this as a backup in the mind is just perfect like i'll take one on our way home from the from the bar from hanging out with a couple and by the time like we actually do start like fooling around like i'm ready to go Mm -hmm. and it's crazy and i i'll go for hours sometimes fucking awesome (laughs) it feels great so yeah uh go to bluechew.com and just try it out. Um, I promise you, you guys will absolutely love it. Um, yeah, thank you for sticking around and listening to another episode mm-hmm. of the Swing By Podcast. Um, write in your questions. Um, hit us up and just say, hey, tell us your story. Um, tell us how you got into the lifestyle. We want to hear all about that. We love, love, love hearing from our fans. We love communicating and interacting or with even- you guys. Like, I'd be interested to hear from listeners on how you found us, too. Yeah, let us know how you found us. I I just love talking with you guys. You guys are our family, and uh, you keep us keep us doing this and keep us having fun. So yeah. um, email us at swingbypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at swingbypodcast or at reddit at swingbypodcast. So pop in our DMs, any of there, um, or you can leave us a voicemail or a text message at Plus one nine two five three zero seven nine four six four, or that's one nine two five three zero swing. Yeah, until was it a couple weeks from now? Yeah, I'll talk yeah. to you guys in a couple weeks. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.